From COK Studios in Melissa Block's bathroom, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the curious case of NAACP leader Rachel Dolezal, a white woman who pretended to be black. We'll also consider the controversy surrounding Diane Reem's recent interview with presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. And we'll consider that you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you'll get what you need. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Benedict's Cumberbuns, a full-service men's clothing boutique specializing in a wide variety of stylish and affordable cummerbunds, not affiliated in any way with Benedict Cumberbatch. And Fun Time Mountain, a roller coaster park for the whole family, now offering fun time summertime ride time passes for the Tilt-A-Hurl, the Bolt Loosener, and the Premature Ejector. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Last week, a prominent civil rights leader and African studies professor in Spokane, Washington, was accused of pretending to be black for personal gain. Rachel Dolezal, 37, heads up the Spokane chapter of the NAACP and has apparently identified as black for several years, even though she is Swedish, German, Czech, and a little bit Native American, but definitely not black. Dolezal's story has blown up all over the internet as people try to make sense of why she pretended to be black. Cordell investigated this very puzzling story and what it means for people who seem to identify as something that they aren't. Rachel Dolezal's story is a confusing one, and one that has drawn all sorts of thoughts from experts and lay people. The main question people are asking is, why? Because it's sometimes impossible to tell how people identify just by sizing them up physically, we tend to go by what they tell us. Dr. Carrie Desmond is a sociologist who has explored the idea of racial identity for decades. In the case of Rachel Dolezal, a lot of people, both black and white, are offended by the idea that someone whose family suffered none of the horrifying systemic racism African Americans endure would seem to completely immerse herself in and enjoy the trappings of black culture. Usually you'd see someone try to pass as a different race to get an advantage, but in her case, there doesn't seem to be one. Correct. America's racial hierarchy is such that improving one's lot in this way has historically involved black people trying to pass as white, not the other way around. Dr. Desmond has worked with many people who have identified as something they are not. Jane Thompson is an American who is trying to pass as Canadian. Oh yeah, eh? I'm from Canada. Those hoser Americans don't know what they're doing, eh? Jane, Dr. Desmond tells me you're actually not Canadian, but you were born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. No way, eh? I bleed Labatt's. Stop being such a hoser. I love Mounties and hockey and stuff. Go Hebs! Go Leafs! Go, um... Canucks? Yeah, go Canucks! Jane is a tough case, just like Rachel Dolezal. I thought she pretended to be Canadian to get better deals on prescription meds, but that's not it. She's got some reason for identifying as Canadian that I just can't pinpoint. It's weird, because who would want to be Canadian? Indeed. Chet Dombrowski has been living life not as the white son of Polish immigrants, but instead as an Aztec warrior named Mazlu. The noble warrior's blood runs deep within me. 
I am born of the sun, and it feeds me as I stalk my prey. I see. What do you do for a living, Chet? Maslu. Uh, Maslu, sorry. I greet people who enter the wall. I'm told you're a greeter at Walmart? Yes. All who enter must pay their respects to Maslu. Why have you chosen to live your life as an Aztec warrior? It is who I am. You cannot deny your true self. I see. I must go. I am meeting my friends Zazu and Gary for the blood of our enemies at OMG McFlippies. We must be there by five to get discount appetizers. It seems as if we are creating some new societal norms where people can pick and choose how to identify themselves culturally and racially. They could be ushering in a post-racial world, or they could have some kind of serious mental problems. For COK News, I'm Cordell Nutbrock. And now we turn to our interview series, Considerations. NPR's Terry Gross is back to discuss the recent controversy over Diane Reem's interview with presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. Here now is Terry's chat with Diane Reem. This is Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Joining me today is fellow public radio host Diane Reem. Diane has been the host of the Diane Reem Show from WAMU in Washington, D.C. since 1979. That's almost as long as I've been hosting Fresh Air, but not quite. Last week, Diane interviewed presidential candidate Bernie Sanders on her show. And during the interview, she said to Sanders, Senator, you have dual citizenship with Israel. Even after Senator Sanders immediately corrected her, Diane pressed on, telling him his name was on a list of lawmakers with dual citizenship. Charges immediately flew that Reem was engaging in anti-Semitism. Abraham H. Foxman, national director of the Anti-Defamation League, said her statement played into classic anti-Semitic charges of dual loyalty. Diane apologized later in the day, but delivered the jaw-dropping admission that she got her erroneous information from a comment on Facebook. Diane, thank you for joining us today to answer for this horrendous blunder. Thank you, Terry. I'd like to say that I don't think it was a horrendous blunder. Let's start with this. Why would you not vet your questions better? Well, as part of our show, we like to get questions from our listeners. I know from my extensive experience in public radio journalism that getting unsubstantiated information from social media is a giant problem. Before you do any interview, it is important to prepare for all your research and questions ahead of time so that these gaffes don't happen. It's frankly shocking that someone of your pedigree would stoop so low. Why did you do it? As I was saying, we often take questions from listeners, and that was one we received from Facebook. I merely raised what I thought was an important question at the time. I see now that it was a huge mistake. Indeed. Did you have an anti-Semitic agenda last Wednesday when you read that Facebook comment? Or were you just careless? Extremely foolishly careless. 
I'm really very upset that I'm being called an anti-Semite. Had I known that the site and the name and the sources were false, it would have never been part of the interview. Do you think it's time for you to retire? No. This is the first time in nearly 36 years that the show has ever been called out on an error. A terrible, terrible error like this. I admit that it was a mistake, and we will all be diligent to make sure that nothing like this happens again. We all make mistakes. I can't say I agree with you there. Preparation. Painstaking preparation. Practice. Research. Careful. Thoughtful. Research are the hallmarks of a strong interview. That will ensure perfection and eliminate the mere possibility of mistakes. For example, my research for this interview tells me that you ate an egg white omelet this morning with a side of cantaloupe. Then you took Boniva and two aspirin before leaving your house in your silver Mercedes with the vanity plate Ream 1. How do you know that? It's not important. What is important is that I did my research. Unlike you, Diane. What? Was that you in my bushes? Did you watch me all morning? That is appalling. I'm calling the police. My guest has been public radio host and careless interviewer Diane Ream. For considerations, I'm Terry Gross. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more stories and news. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. The Consider Our Knowledge team includes Marianne Wetzel, Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Hobart Willis, Jeremiah Knight, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Don't forget to download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. In the case of Rachel Dolezal, a lot of people... A lot of... Okay. <laughs> Actually, this, this is, is quite refreshing this is because you never mess up. <laughs> this is the-